Welcome to The Gay Child. My name is Tate. Hey Tate, my name is Mo. And welcome to The Gay Child, episode two. Episode two. So today, our topic is transgenders. And basically just like the, uh, creating more awareness of the violence, the life, the prejudice, everything. And we hope that to, to bring awareness to that issue. Yeah, the whole point of this particular podcast is to really highlight trans awareness, what they deal with within the community, and just really pinpointing every as well certain aspects of their lives and how they deal with certain things. Yes. So before we get into it, um, how was your demo? My day started off really relaxing. I actually slept in today. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why you want to meet until two and a half, like <laughs> ten a.m. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like initially, me and Tate were supposed to meet at ten in the morning. I was like, I want to get an early start, start things early, and then I texted her and I was like, can we push that back to two? Because I was like, I really need to run some errands, kind of like wake up, meditate a little bit. <laughs> I've been trying to meditate more, but I realized that I like sound baths more. Which is, like, I think, a different form of meditation. Yeah. So I think that'll be better for me because I'm definitely in my own head a lot. And music helps me focusing on not focusing, if that makes sense. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm actually glad that you wanted to meet at two anyway because I was thinking, oh, I could sleep more. <laughs> yeah, music is definitely one way that I meditate. Um, I even detox with music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, today I kind of want to focus on what I want to do with the upcoming year coming up. I kind of just wrote down some ideas, did some journaling because I want to get back into journaling. I feel like it's a good way to process your thoughts and prioritize what you want. And you'll see those things kind of manifest. Yeah, I do believe that if you're very specific and really envision it, then it'll at some point you'll make decisions subconsciously that will lead to that yeah no i agree so i went to target and bought like a journal how cute yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i want to start by drawing because i used to draw every day and drawing is one of those things that you only get better at you don't really lose it but you're not going to get any better either if you don't continue to do it so i started by sketching I love to see it. (laughs) I mean, I don't really know what your sketching style is. Yeah. So, Tate, how was your day? It was great. It was mostly relaxing. Um, When you told me that you didn't want to meet this morning, I just was focusing on just relaxing, eating, getting stuff done. And then actually last night was the premiere of the regeneration of the L Word. And I was so excited. I've been waiting for this. I knew they were advertising for like a month or so, and I'm very impatient. So the entire time, I'm just like, when is it going to come out? And then finally it did. And it started off really strong, I would say, because <laughs> the first thing you see is breasts and then on one person. And then it like zooms out and you see <laughs> that, so- that um, someone's getting eaten out. Oh, what? Wow. I've never the, seen this show, but it sounds like it gets straight to it. <laughs> right. I'll show, I'll show you later when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really excited for this new generation of the All Word. It has like a mm-hmm. really diverse cast in like of like race and gender. 
Okay. So I think that's really cool. And what's new is that the um, the new lineup of the cast actually includes a transgender um, character, whereas the last one, it kind of took a few seasons to get into there, mm-hmm. into that subject. And it's great that they have that. And they didn't mention it in too much in the first episode, but I know that it's going to be this particular character because it was in the trailer. So I'm really looking forward to see how they're going to play that storyline along with everyone else's and how they intermingle. Well, speaking of transgender people, it's definitely something that is a huge topic in this day and age. Their lifestyle has always been like the hot topic amongst many cultures, amongst many groups of people, um, different different um, backgrounds and different um, demographics. They've always been a taboo not taboo yeah well taboo topic it's always been something that's been discussed um because for one it's something that's not understood entirely so people kind of look at it as oh we don't want to discuss it or we're going to judge it as people tend to do when they don't understand something the immediate response is to judge it or steer away from it but yeah i think that's what's the beauty of the award this this year is that it's going to bring to light, hopefully, in that character. I mean, this is an also uh, a person of color, also, because the last one was white. And um, to see a transgender at all on TV was just unheard of. But now we're we're in a generation where the, hopefully that'll become normalized. We'll, we'll see more of that. I'm seeing it slowly being ushered in. It's very important because they're human. They're, they deserve human rights. And a lot of people treat it otherwise, but I feel like a lot of people don't agree with it, so they won't know parts in it, or they feel like there's this agenda that's being shoved down their throats, but the bigger picture is there's people out there like that, and say, for example, you have a kid, your kid is one day going to go to school, or could possibly go to school with gay and transgender kids, and it's important that they have an idea of what that is so they know how to react around that. And it's not to say that anyone's forcing it down your throat, but it's just the reality and to see these character, characters becoming part of plots on TV shows and reality TV, I really like to see it. Yeah, I think Them that's really important because like we're d- LGBT people are just trying to live. Just trying to live. We're it? trying to go to school, <laughs> make an honest living, maybe marry and have 2.5 kids like everyone else not everyone obviously everyone has alternative lifestyles that they want to pursue but it's like we're just trying to live we're alive and at the very least i mean these are children that we're talking about too like really really young people and for some reason there's just no age boundary to the violence that's going on there's no boundary there isn't and i saw and, and this is to, I'm going to get off subject just real quick. It's still within the realms of the LGBTQ community, but I was on Twitter and this guy basically left his son on a highway stranded because he assumed that his son could possibly be gay. And it really was a trigger. <laughs> he didn't ask? He assumed. He just assumed? Yeah. And I mean, a lot of parents, they know that their child could possibly be that child. Um, they kind of ignore it or they kind of just put it in the back of their minds. But 
I feel like all parents know whether yeah. it's talked about or not. But yeah, I didn't even click the article. I saved it because I was just like, I can't read this right now. But because I think you mentioned that your mom knew, or like yeah, she, had an idea. she mentioned to me that she knew. But I thought it was so crazy. Like I thought that was a good example of what goes on. Mm-hmm. for some trans kids or LGBTQ kids as to why they don't come out or nothing's ever talked about as far as their sexuality. Yeah, it's just really sad. Like, it's again, dangerous. I, I, can't ex- I, I can't say this enough. They're just kids. Just kids. Like, And I'm seeing it nowadays that kids are coming out younger. I was... I wish I knew that young. Well, I had feelings, but I didn't know what to label them as i was just like oh i like this cute boy in class i didn't know that i was gay or bisexual or queer like i was just like oh he's cute i didn't have i didn't have a label to these feelings but this day and age like kids will be five and six and they'll be like mom dad i'm trans or i'm gay or i like boys i've seen that a lot this day and age Mm -hmm. with this new generation i even saw it was on instagram but People will post uh, tweets on Instagram. And then there's this one that I saw that says, if you can't accept your child being LGBT or queer, you're not ready to be a parent, period. Because that's always going to be a possibility. And if you can't accept your child fully for whoever they may turn into in the future, you are not ready, period. And I agree with this. It's like this is a strong chance. You don't know what your child's preference is going to be. And if you're not willing to accept that then or support them <laughs> or just like feel the way out because they may be just you're trying to explore it i mean i when i was trying to figure out how i felt i wasn't 100 percent sure yeah and like i would lo- not that i didn't get the support but if i had been more open up front about it i probably i'm sure i would have gotten that support like hey if you want to explore this, these feelings that's completely fine right it's it's important that LGBTQ people have a safe place to be. And unfortunately, a lot of trans youth don't have a safe space. And that's one of the main issues that trans men and trans women face is having a safe space. Because poverty is one of the things that they deal with is being kicked out of homes, not being accepted in the workspace or being discriminated and can't find work. So a lot of them are on the streets. Um, and, and I know that's in certain states too. In a lot of states, yeah, because they don't have protection in a lot of states, and I believe they only have protection in like it's a various amount. It's not really a lot of states. It's like maybe just a quarter of a quarter, the country. A quarter of the country, yeah. Because and it's not nearly enough. It's not even half. It's, it's not even just half. like it's because I know the, like it's like I think when you showed me that map, it was just like the. Outer like border states, like the more bit liberal New York, states. A bit California, and like the surrounding <laughs> states. Yeah, because um, in 32 states, they don't even have protection. Like, they basically, if someone harmed or killed a trans woman in those 32 states, it won't be labeled as a hate crime. And nine times out of ten, it is indeed a hate crime. Right. And this is probably why I inherently just can't picture myself living anywhere but California because I just feel safer here. And the laws to me make sense here. Like just every little thing about California just makes sense. Like it could be something small like no smoking indoors. <laughs> That's such a small thing. Yeah. But if I remember going to a, a concert to see The weekend, and it was in Nevada and Las Vegas and everyone was smoking 
inside the venue. And to me, I completely forgot that that was well, what not were they a smoking? thing. <laughs> right. What? Well, what were they smoking? Everything. Everything from like nicotine cigarettes to weed, everything. Oh, well, I'm so sorry. I smoke weed, so I probably... You probably have one of I would have been like, smoking inside. I mean, <laughs> at some point I got used to it, but... <laughs> at some point I got used to it, but the point being that like... I don't condone cigarettes. And I fucking hate cigarettes. <laughs> it made me <laughs> really just miss California. Yeah. Like, man, I really miss being indoors where I know there won't be smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but weekend concert, I definitely see smoke being inside the venue. Cause it was it's definitely a party. <laughs> a party, a party yeah. yeah. A weekend concert, for sure. Yeah. Party, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, if anybody who doesn't know, the majority of transgender people that experience violence are pe- women of color. And then it's really close to home honestly because i'm a woman of color i'm not transgender but just experiencing what i've experienced as a woman of color in general is like not even close if i was transgendered so i really my heart really goes out to those people and the families that they have left yeah like and it's happening at an alarming rate like i was telling someone it seems to be about 20 the high 20s to the 30s every year is the amount of trans women that are getting attacked. Right. There were, this year, there were 22 reported um, fatally shot and violently killed uh, transgenders or women of color. 91% of those were black women. And then 81% were under 30. And then 68 were from the South. So that's just really puts into perspective. I don't know what's going on down there. <laughs> Yeah, the South is really like a hundred years back. Like, and it's oh, wait, like, and you're from the South. Do you have any input on why do you think I'm the from the South? Empire? And it's like, it's not as progressive as other states. Well, for one, it's the Bible Belt: Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida. I forgot about the Bible Belt. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like people are really traditional and old school back there, and they don't really believe in this non-binary and I'm gay and I'm fluid. They don't believe in that. It's like you're straight or you're a freak. Interesting. <laughs> that's not even like a bisexual like place. A lot of people are like, oh, this new generation, this new wave, like they're just out here fucking everybody and doing anything under the sun and this is not what's happening. It's just we're more in tune and we're living how we want to live. Like you said, we're just trying to live and live our lives how we want to live but as far as the trans community they face a lot of challenges not only within their community because there's the challenges that they face within the lgbt community lgbtq community as well but one of the main challenges that they face is lack of legal protection and while the federal government does have equal work opportunity for these transgender people there's not any existing laws for discrimination in a lot of those states do you think it's just it's just lack of thinking that there needed to be or they're um knowingly neglecting it i think because i know back in the day like in the 80s there was a mindset that this is the life that you choose this is the lifestyle that you choose and it's not really a lifestyle it's just like from birth it's a, a way of living mm-hmm. it's their lives it's not like they chose this path so it's kind of it doesn't make sense it's kind of shitty right because i wasn't sure if it 
because there's an equal opportunity throughout the country if maybe they didn't think to include transgenders because maybe they thought it would already there's the assumption that they would be included or that they just didn't want to include them at all right or maybe because i'm wondering because like me being the optimist and like trying (laughs) to look at the bright side of things i would hope it's just they assume that transgenders would be a part of that like it's just like hey they're humans and they deserve equal opportunity we're done right we don't need to like explain any further but apparently there needs to be but they have this strong idea that this is a choice Mm. and that's the problem is a lack of understanding exactly they also face poverty um aside from the lack of legal protection um a lot of them are making not enough money to get what they need as far as health care and hormones and just funds to live because it's hard to get employed because they see your ID and they see one thing and then they see you present it as another thing, depending on where you are in your transition. Just having people close to me, I've heard these challenges that they face. So let's start out with the word transgender. So the word trans is an umbrella term for people whose gender identity is different from the sex assigned to them at birth. Mm. so regardless of genitalia which is what a lot of people bring up as the argument in the whole transgender debate to them this isn't an argument it's not about having a penis or having a vagina it's about who they believe they were born as birth versus what they're told what they're told gender was by the nurse or by their mom and dad you know and then there's the whole separation of gender and sex. Yeah. Because gender is what you feel, you you believe you are. And then sex is just what your body is. And then there's just a chance that those things may not align. Um, and the term transgender has always been a term throughout recorded history dating back as far as the late 20th century. So it's honestly nothing new. People like to label it as something new but trans women trans men the whole trans thing has always been prevalent in history yeah i mean we're everyone has been here the difference is that we're not hiding anymore and by we i mean just the whole lgbt community as a whole right everyone's like oh it's a trend to be gay now or transgendered or bisexual like no we've been here Mm -hmm. we're just not a Try, we're not afraid to like confront you in the face anymore or like say we're they here right and i have a trans friend i have a couple um and they don't speak too much on challenges that they face but i mean which is fair not everyone needs or wants to talk about it right but as far as the small things such as misgendering like you always want to make sure that pronouns are correct and that's a huge issue that I see with I see it on social media is people just having the compassion to just label someone as they want to be labeled mm-hmm. whether you agree with it or not it's as easy as just abiding by a person's wishes and it all boils down to respect right, it's not hard it's just <laughs> like asking someone's name like hi my name is 
is Tay, and I identify as she and her. And then, hi, what's your name and pronouns? It's It can go right in as you greet someone every day. Right. I mean, you may not like Tate, but you can at least respect. I mean, you suck if you don't. But <laughs> you not can everyone at least likes re- me. I'm a lot to take. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love you, but it's just an example. Like, you can not like someone, but you can still have the common respect to say their name correctly. It's the same. You may not agree with someone being transgender, but the least you can do is just go by what they prefer and give them or refer to them as the correct pronoun, whether it be he or she. And I've talked to my parents about this too, especially when the Caitlyn Jenner thing was still new. They were still calling Caitlyn he. And I just had to tell them, like, I know you, you guys are still trying to like get your, wrap your head around the transgender idea, but you see a woman, right? And what do we call women? She. Right. <laughs> like, I don't understand what the, the problem is. I mean, you we're aware of who they used to be, but that's not who they are anymore. Like, I don't, I was trying to explain that to them and I think they're much better now and like trying to be more aware and conscious of how they address people. But that was a tough but brief conversation. And this is actually a crime in places like New York, misgendering. Because most individuals and many transgender people use female or male pronouns and titles. Um, and I was reading that some transgender non-conforming people prefer to use pronouns other than he, him, his, or she, her, or her, hers. Some of them use they, them, theirs. Wasn't there a pronoun that started with the next? Um, there's the one that like, starts with the Z. Yeah. It's like they, Z. Z. And is it? So how? What's the spectrum of the Z one? Is it Z, right? That's Zer? new for me. I didn't know about that one. That's like something that I'm learning just today i had never met anybody that actually uses those pronouns but i'm aware <laughs> that that's an option yeah like like i said it's all about educating because you. Because i'm not sure why they and them isn't neutral enough but if anybody wants to let us know that'd be <laughs> great so i have my phone out right now and it says that the z and her pronouns and they spell her h-i-r so a lot of people don't know that the terms them they and their are more so non-binary terms. Um, it pertains more to them, but as a whole, they do get put in the same pool as transgender people. They kind of get put under the same category. Yeah, because they're all generally in the same gender non-conforming group. Exactly. The only time I've really seen the use of Zancer anywhere was in a TV show, One Day at a Time, where the daughter was gay and she had all these LGBT friends and her friends came over to introduce themselves to her family. And one of her friends introduced themselves as C and Zer. Her mom was like confused beyond a reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, she's like, what? I, I love you all, but what? <laughs> so she was accepting. There was no hate in that episode because the show is generally uplifting. But that was the only time I've ever seen the use of those pronouns. And as far as non-binary people are concerned... I think they go through just their own struggles because they have to deal with like hoping they find a a general neutral bathroom, for example, or fitting rooms or just not being mistaken on the street. Right. And like gender neutral bathrooms, it's like it's really not easy. But I, for one, think that they're extremely brave individuals to step into 
and identity and live vicariously through that and unapologetically through that it's like courageous hmm. uh, I, I don't think there's anything strange about it there's nothing odd about it to me they're just people trying to live living and go to the bathroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> and be respected you know and just be called the right pronouns yeah i actually remember actually i've been on dates with quite a few transgenders and non-binary people and the latest one was they they ha- okay well there are the pronouns were they them or he and him and when we went out they would use the men's restroom and when i talked to them about their their gender because at the time i was still identifying as gay i was still attracted to them and i was trying to figure out like the dynamic there seeing like well see i'm usually attracted to women but i'm attracted to you and that was really the beginning of me identifying as pansexual because i wasn't bothered by the fact that they didn't identify as woman at all because they had top surgery so they knew for sure they didn't identify as a woman but they weren't sure if they identified as a man either but when we went out they would use the men's restroom because they passed off as a guy mm-hmm. generally speaking so i think it was like safest for them to just go in there and that brings me back to a few years back when trans women it probably wasn't even a few years back or was it if so, it wasn't longer than two years ago, trans women using their preferred sex bathroom. And this was back when Target, I believe, was accommodating transgender men and women with gender neutral bathrooms. And it was a whole big thing. And people were like, I don't want a man dressed as a woman in the bathroom with my daughter. And it was just like very controversial, very controversial. I just never seen anybody actually do that. Right. So th- I think they're just making up horror stories just to cooperate with their own fears. Exactly. And my whole thing was and I got into an argument on Facebook with a good friend and I ended up being blocked <laughs> um, because he was like, oh, you know, trans women. And the attack was specifically trans women, which I thought was so funny. Um, he was like, they don't deserve to be in the bathroom with kids. And I'm just like, when did the bathroom become this place where people do these things to people? People are trying to use the bathroom and go about their business. No one's in there trying to, you know, fondle or touch someone or be (laughs) inappropriate. I never understood that argument because I've had, I've run into people and had this same argument where it's like, well, I don't want to see a dick in a bathroom. I'm like, okay, but like, let's take a step back. Are you seeing pussy in a bathroom? Like, no. no. Then no one is looking at each other in a bathroom. If they are, they're filming a porn and you need to get out so they can finish. It's a little sick. I agree because I've been using public restrooms. I'm a 27-year-old cisgender man. and I've never seen a dick in the bathroom. Right. There's there's reason there's <laughs> stalls and there's doors. No one is looking at each other. Now, I don't know what's like in a men's restroom. <laughs> I've only been in a men's room once. At a gas station because for some reason the women's restroom was locked. Mm-hmm. So I had literally had no choice but to use the men's restroom. But when you got to pee, you got to pee. Exactly. But going back, I just never seen like the argument of like, oh, I don't want to see their thing. Like no one wants to see your thing either. Like I, I haven't seen anybody's thing in the bathroom ever because I'm feel, not trying to so see that. I thing. <laughs> 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 that 
this shows my upbringing. I grew up a very, well, I won't say very religious, but like low-key religious and traditional house. And yeah, and that, I mean, it goes back to people being obsessed with genitalia throughout the whole LGBTQ community. Everyone's obsessed with our genitals. And it's like, why is that your first argument? The fear of seeing someone's genitalia in the bathroom because of transgender issues is like not it's not a thing. There's such like it's like saying a boogeyman exists, but it doesn't. No right. one's nothing's gonna come out of the closet. No one's coming under your bed. You're making this up in your head. But yeah, everyone was saying that, but no one could cite an example of a time they were in the bathroom and something of an inappropriate nature occurred to them. Like no one's thinking about doing anything sexual upon going in the bathroom. I guarantee you, most times they aren't and definitely aren't trying to show their dick off or show or flash any genitalia in a restroom. Like, that should be no one's concern. <laughs> so, yeah, laws were passed, and we now have gender-neutral bathrooms as an accommodation. But You can even see that on Yelp where you can actually, I think, filter your search of where to go based on who has gender-neutral bathrooms. Right. It's It's a slow progression. Because people are still trying to understand being gay, lesbian, and bi. And I believe being transgender is just a humongous, tough pill to swallow for the general public. And I can be fair and say I can see why. It can be a little hard to understand. Someone saying that for what you see as them basically reversing everything that you have basically seen them out of your own eyes being in the face of the world, for example, you've always seen them physically as a male. And then one day they come to you and say, I was born female. I can understand how that can be a little hard to digest. Right. Especially if, if you're a parent and then it's like you've always treated them as your daughter, but no, like this whole time you've had a son. Right. So I can see it from both angles, but I can also be open and understanding as well. And a lot of people fall short in that aspect of the understanding and being open part. Yeah. Well, hopefully things get better as time goes on because I'm, I'm more, the way I view the world is that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And always. it's a long ass tunnel, but there's a light. And. <laughs> Little by little, we're going to get closer. We're going to experience that light little by little. And we'll we'll, fin- we'll finally get there. And hopefully all the struggle will just be um, a way to rem- remember our strength. Right. Trying to get past it. Definitely. And I do agree there is light at the end of the tunnel. And time definitely will open people's eyes for sure. Time and people having more people as on a platform to discuss topics like this will also help as well yeah so if you're transgender um or a transgender person of color feel free to like write us in about anything we're here to, to listen to you and if you want to come on a podcast as a guest like let us know and we'll make space for you again this has been tate and mo it's been a pleasure talking to y'all for the past two episodes two episodes <laughs> Um, and you can follow our social media platforms. You can follow the Gay Child Podcast on Twitter at the Gay Child Pod. That's the Gay Child Pod P O D. 
The Instagram is the K Child Podcast. So that's full spelling P O D C A S T. Um, you can follow my Twitter at Mo Music M E A U X Music, and my Instagram is Mo Bass M E A U X B A S S. Yes, you can follow him on Twitter or Instagram whenever he releases music or posts any of his beautiful photos that he takes. And if you want like angsty poems and self portraits, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at TaterTot522, TaterTot like the food, at T A T E R T O T, and that's TaterTot522 on both Instagram and Twitter. So we're going to end the show <laughs> with, <laughs> with something new. Let's try it. With a magic, I won a made. I won a magic eight ball at work during like this contest meeting thing, and we're gonna use it uh, to end the show. So we're gonna ask it a question, like some random stupid question. Who knows? <laughs> I don't even know what the question is yet. So let's see what the question is and see what and the these, magic eight ball has to say. These are so fun. I don't know if y'all have ever had a magic eight ball, but I used to have these as a kid, and I would ask it the most ridiculous random questions just to see what it would say. So, let's see. We're nearing the end of the year, going into a new decade and a new year. So, I am wondering, will I be late before the end of this year? <laughs> Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Oh. <laughs> you know, that doesn't surprise me that that would be your answer. Let me see. Let me try. Will I be late by the end of the year? I doubt it, but let's see. It says, what is that? Apply hazy. Try again. Ooh, oh my god! Oh my god! See, that's, okay, that's so fitting. <laughs> that is so fitting. That would be my answer. Okay, let's try again. So no, I you guess. can't cheat. <laughs> oh, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> okay, it's so like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but the next episode, Mo will be late, and I will not. <laughs> so thank you for listening to the Gay Child. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. We know we did. And we love you. Love you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.